a quick counterattack. It's Padre back in action, denied by Vasilevsky. Sure, they think they have won the game. Here's Kadri, makes a great move on Sergeyev. It's going to hit Vasilevsky and then the back of the net. Yeah, up there in the net. I don't know why there was that. Weird way to end the game. Stanley Cup Finals. Game four, Avs win in overtime. Nassim Kadri with the OT winner right there. Kind of strange. The, the ref didn't see it or something stupid. It's in the net, dude. I feel so bad for Sean McDonough, who had to make the call. The Avs now lead the series 3-1. to one. They have a commanding lead, as it were. They can win the Stanley Cup in Game 5 in Colorado. What the hell is that day? So Friday, the day off <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, I'm getting confused. Three-day weekends throw me through a loop. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast, news, narratives, takes gambling, etc. Thursday and Friday will be the last uh, daily shows for a while. I think I'm going to do a weekly podcast, perhaps during the summer. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, there's just not enough sports. I've been saying it. Olympics and whatnot. Happened last year. No World Cup this year. I would do it if the World Cup was happening, but it's not until November. So maybe we'll do a, uh, like I said, maybe we'll do a weekly deep dive on something, just 10, 15 minutes on something to uh, keep you informed of the feature stories that people are writing and the boring stuff that people are doing until we get to American football season, until baseball gets more interesting. But tonight, tonight we have the National Basketball Association's draft. So I don't cover the NBA draft um, that often unless there's something interesting happening. There's not really anything interesting happening here. There are no holy shit guys. Um, there are a couple guys that could be that. The most interesting thing is this guy, Chet Holmgren, who is seven foot one. He's 20. He's from Minnesota. And he played from Gonzaga. He's all, he looks like a spider person. He's all arms and legs. He's tiny, but he's huge. You know what I mean? One of those guys. He's just an elite basketball player. Gonzaga should have won the national championship. They shut down their leg. So right now, the way I, I see, the way that I understand it, there are three guys that could go number one overall, and then there's the fourth best guy, and then there's an enormous cliff that everybody else is like, I don't know, after that. So the three guys that are going to go number one overall, Chet Holmgren, this white dude from Minnesota, then you'll, that, that'll differentiate him. You'll see him. Then you've got Jabari Smith and uh, Paolo Banchero. Paolo Banchero and Jabari Smith are, Jabari Smith was the forward guard kind of guy for Auburn. He had to take... Game's over for Auburn. Like, hey, how is Auburn good at basketball? Well, they've been recruiting, and they've been coaching, and they got this guy, Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith is 6'10". He, to me, could be a franchise player, no doubt. I like Paolo. Paolo Banchero is the best player for Duke. Um, he's 6'10", also. He kind of plays the forward role. Once big dudes started handling the basketball, they became kind of like these guard-forward combos. So Paolo Banchero from Duke, Jabari Smith from Auburn, and Chet Holmgren, from Gonzaga. Then everybody's in agreement about the fourth best player in the association. That's this kid, Jaden Ivey from Purdue. He was a guard. He's probably going to go to Sacramento. Okay. And then after that, who the hell knows? You got this kid from Iowa and then there's the Arizona guy. There's Jabari Smith right there. Uh, Kentucky's going to have a couple guys. There are G league players. There are Australian and New Zealand league players. Um, bunch of different guys. That this this is what people are really excited about. Osumane Dang or Jang, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's French. He plays in New Zealand. He plays for the New Zealand Breakers, which I think is in the Australian League. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, he's how old is he? Yeah, 19. That people are talking about him. Maybe is it good? Maybe is the league back? Nobody knows. Terry Eason from LSU got a kid from Santa Clara, which is funny. That's good for good for Santa Clara. Auburn with another draft pick. 
Uh, Notre Dame's got a guard. There's a G League player. So, like, there are a bunch of different guys, right? But they're all about the same after the top four. So, Paolo, Chet, and Jabari could go first overall. And according to FanDuel, Paolo is the favorite, significantly favorite. And though these changed, holy shit, these changed in like the last 30 seconds. Wow. So Chet Holmgren appears to not be the pick at number one overall, the Gonzaga kid. Paolo has gone way up. Everybody thinks Paolo is going to be the number one overall pick. These lines are moving out of control right now. Then everybody else, the five other guys who have odds to go first overall, they have plus 20,000. So that means the word is out. Somebody got the information. Paolo Banchero is going to the Orlando Magic, number one overall. We do have a trade in the association. Um... Detroit traded one of their okay players. Detroit's one of the worst teams in the league. They're they're deep, deep into the trust the process phase of their rebuild. They got Kate Cunningham. He looks like a good player, but they've got to get picks and cap room, and you know they're deep into the rebuild. So they traded Jeremy Grant, a guy that uh, a nice player, gonna help some people out. They traded him for a 2025 first round pick. To Portland, the Portland Trailblazers, 2025. What year is it right now? 2022. Great, I'll care about that later. They also swapped second-round picks, which means that Detroit had the 46th overall pick, and now they get the 36th. The NBA draft ends after, like, 27. Everything after that's just a guess. I mean, free agents, whatever. So that's the NBA draft. It's happening tonight. It won't be that interesting after the first first four or five picks. It'll just be kind of like, who'd you get? And then, a, you know, if you have a favorite team, you can Google their highlights and check out some uh, – like foreign basketball and, and European and Australian basketball and see what's going on in different leagues that maybe you weren't paying attention to. I know my buddy's really excited about this kid from Europe. His name is Nikola Jovic. Not Jokic, Jovic. 6'11", he's 18, he plays for a team called Mega. Like, See, things like that. You can Google guys like that. Nebraska has a guy that's going to get drafted? What are we doing? Who let Nebraska have a good football player or a good basketball player? <laughs> They're Better better basketball draft picks than football draft picks. That's hilarious. All right, let's move right along. RIP to media legend and football legend Tony Siragusa, dead at the age, I believe, of 55, I think. I could be wrong. He's wearing fur coats on the sidelines. I just want to make sure I get that right. He passed away yesterday. Um, yeah, 55, very young. He was a legend for the Baltimore Ravens as a defensive tackle. I think he resides in the Philadelphia area. Could be wrong. I know that his kids go to Nova. Um, yeah, RIP. Very, very sad news for Tony, but he's a big guy who knows what happened. Um, former football players have a tough time. Let's get into some fun stuff, shall we? Let's get into some controversy. Yesterday, uh, Roger Goodell <laughs> was compelled to testify before Congress for this mess with the Washington Commanders. So Washington Commanders are accused of a bunch of sexual harassment sexual misconduct, and financial misconduct. It looks like they would hold concerts, and then they would make it look like commanders-related business was actually concert revenue so that they could not have to share that revenue with the rest of the league as part of their league and CBA agreement. So if you sell a ticket to a commander's game, uh, those tickets can be priced, and that revenue is shared with the Lions or the Niners, right? Well, they would say like, oh, actually, we got this much money from our games. But look at the Coldplay concert. We made all this money from the Coldplay concert. That's what appears to have happened, according to a whistleblower. So Congress is stepping in. They're going to investigate the uh, Ways and Means Committee or the Ethics Committees or one of these committees. 
Um, and Congress, of course, like I'm so glad that they got involved because they made everything so much better. They like they they're going to crack down on Roger Goodell. They're going to crack down on the Washington Commanders, right? Ban Dave Portnoy from NFL games. Pardon me, I couldn't hear your question. Why do you ban Dave Portnoy from NFL games? He's a journalist. In fact, he's a sports journalist. Why is he banned? Uh, no. Congress didn't do anything. So here, there are facts, and then there is funny. So let's start with the facts. The fact is that Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders, apparently allegedly not involved with day-to-day operations, quote-unquote, he was on a boat in France. So he's like, no, I don't want to testify. And they're like, you should testify. And he's like, no, I don't want to. They're like, okay, well, you're subpoenaed, so get the fuck over here. And that's, that's, that's all that came out of this. Dan Snyder has been subpoenaed by the United States House of Representatives so that they can ask him what's going on, and then he can plead the fifth on TV. Can't wait. Why was he on a boat? Who knows? Doing commanders-related business. How do I know that? Because a bunch of people posted pictures. This is from our boy. I think this is A.J. Perez. It is. A.J. Perez. Here's the tweet. Today, Congress held a hearing on the commander's workplace culture. Also today, a photo of four commander's executives, two VPs, a chief digital creative officer, and the senior director of global events are on a yacht. They posted this on Facebook with the hashtag work with pretty people. Gross. What else did the commanders do yesterday? Oh, goody. So glad you asked. They posted an eight-page letter on Twitter, see, there it is. They posted an eight-page letter essentially telling all of their employees how the workplace culture has changed. Look at all of these words. We are particularly proud of our record to date on the increasing diversity, gender equality, and inclusion. Look at, look at them all. So they kind of took a victory lap for changing their culture while Congress wants to talk to them and Dan Snyder's on a boat. It was an enormous shit show, but it was also somehow at once stupid and boring. Here's Pat Fallon, a Republican representative from Texas. He did this and thought, I don't know if he thought it was funny. Like They're asking Roger Goodell about his powers, the NFL. First of all, they don't know how the NFL works. Secondly, Congress, of course, took the opportunity to grandstand. Third, they're idiots. These owners are gross, but man, they're not stupid. Pat Fallon, man, you're you're legit dumb. What is this? I'm angry and uh, I'm concerned. Uh, last week marked the 50th anniversary of Watergate, which was a scandal that led to a series of felony convictions and the first resignation of a United States president. Yeah. And it tore at the very fabric of American society. And a scant seven and a half years ago, another scandal rocked our nation, threatening the very core and foundation of our republic. That being, of course, <sighs> Deflategate. Yeah. Where in an AFC championship game, the NFL footballs, mm-hmm. the pigskins, the rock, the My taxes pay his salary. Go on. The pill, the hand egg, the melon, and the leather was mysteriously underinflated by two PSI, pounds per square inch. I'm glad that the Congress is involved. Man, nothing is going on, though. Everything's hunky-dory. Shit's great, but that guy had a staffer write that poem. Here we go. This led to a multifaceted investigation. Yep. Months long, thousands of dollars spent. Where the goat? Mr. California Cool, the real Slim Brady. Did you hear that? He called Tom Brady the real Slim Brady. Did you hear that? That's right. Tom Brady, the real Slim Brady. 
Here we go. The master of the tuck, the Lord of the Rings, Tom Terrific. Tom Brady was suspended by the league. Huh. Well, sick. <laughs> oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here, dude. What are we doing? Uh, they're, like, sexually harassing women. They're stealing money. This guy's asking Roger Goodell about Dave Portnoy. Is this, I mean, you want to make it a, a, a party issue? Are Republicans trying to protect the billion-dollar donor in Dan Snyder? Perhaps. But... That's so stupid because if they have to, if he's forced to sell the team, which is what everybody wants, then another billionaire will come into the league. We just had a Walton enter the league, which should have been a thing for years now. The next one will be Bezos or Musk or who cares. They're just going to replace him with another billionaire who will be happy to give you money. The commanders are trying to build a stadium 100 miles. I don't know if it's actually 100 miles, but it's further south in Virginia than the Baltimore Ravens play in Maryland. The commanders are moving. They're the Virginia commanders soon. But nobody wants to help them build their stadium because they're so toxic and gross. It's amazing. And it's going to provide fodder for me for the rest of my life. And I got I to gotta say, the Dave Portnoy Barstool Sports shout-out was just chef's kiss. Jim Jordan was the guy that asked that question. Uh, Ohio ought to be proud. They are proud. Shouts to Ohio. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what else to say. NBA draft going on tonight. Shohei Otani is the man. Shohei me the money. The Shohei himself. Two nights ago. Unbelievable. Now bottom of the ninth, down two, down three, two men on. Tie game. Unbelievable from Shohei Otani. Statistically, it is bananas. First MLB player with both an eight RBI game and a 13 strikeout game in his career. After Tuesday night, he has two. Katie Ledecky's back on top. Maybe we'll pay attention to that this summer as well. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Be back and better than ever for the last time for the month of July tomorrow.